Yo, juicy, I'm in a back like Vidic. Yeah, man, I got 90 minutes. I got my eye on the ball, but I see red on my right, no Kimmich. But if you reach his pocket, I'm gonna see cards from Dean. That's a one match ban from leagues, so I can't ride out for the team. So I can't ride out for the team. If they ask me who the goal is, I gotta say Nicholas Bentner. I oh, know I'm just joking, everyone knows that Messi is better. I'm trying to get my sterling up in this city, so see if we play. As soon as my child can walk, it's straight Project Mbappé. But all the verbal, as soon as I hear that whistle, we get straight to the action. Come on, lads, where's the passion? Do like Alamatsi, we wear headbands for the fashion. If the defenders drop back, we counter and then attack them. I got my eye on the ball. I got my eye on the ball, yeah. Uh, I got my eye on the ball. Uh, I got my eye on the ball, yeah. I got my eye on the ball. I got my eye on the ball. I'm gonna go. I don't wanna do it. I'm gonna go top them four. <laughs> I'm gonna go top them four. Uh, you already know what it is. It's eyes on the ball. You got your favorite boys back again with another podcast, another episode. It's season two. A lot of announcements to make today. Season two, new season ahead. I mean, we've been thrown in a deep end, obviously, because sports is still going on in terms of the NBA. But in terms of football, obviously, we just had the Community Shield, which is the traditional curtain raiser. Premier League season is going to be back in, what, the next two weeks. So we got to get ready. we got to preview the season. A lot of big signings have been made by some clubs. Other clubs still lacking. Some clubs being extravagant. <laughs> We might see Messi on the move. I mean, if I do, you're doing me dirty there, pal. We just we just started and we're already throwing digs. The only M10 in the Prem, The only M10 moving nuts. Some clubs are making tremendous buying a new eleven, a new starting XI. Some clubs are trying to buy the best player in the world. Fam, we're having it all this summer, so man, there's a lot to dissect today, a lot to discuss. Obviously. The boys at EOTV, we're going to discuss everything. and You know there's going to be a lot of debates, a lot of arguments that are going to stem from this. So just be on the be on the lookout, man. Be ready. See what you want to criticise, scrutinise. But before we get into it, we have to say, fam, happy anniversary, EOTV. Happy anniversary, lads. Happy anniversary, man. <laughs> what's, where's, my, where's, my, where's my present, bros? It's big time, man. Where's, where's, my, where's my presents? <laughs> Don't worry, it's in the post, isn't it? It's coming. It's on, it's, it's on route. Yeah? yeah. Nah, Daniel, I'm expecting a present from you, bro. Something big and shiny. What? He he told you that I got peas like that. You're the money, man. You're the, you're the I already, I lie, nah, man. We can't be, we can't be discussing that on the on the podcast anyway. Darren, man's been using our peas to get fresh trims. It's calm, bro. Like that, yeah. It's calm, say no more. Say no more. But yeah, man, fam, a lot to discuss. I think there's no better place to start than with Arsenal Football Club. Obviously, they just won. Um, the com- the community showed against Liverpool. Um, what are your thoughts on Arteta and Arsenal? I, just before we, obviously, you man are gonna speak and talk on it. I just, I don't know. Do you man think there's a bit of, or there's a sense of overdoing it? Like, I get Arteta's been, Bro. like, you get what I'm saying? Hector Bellerin, Hector Bellerin's <laughs> all saying he needs to order a new flipping trophy cabinet. And that, I don't know what's going on. Yeah, there. that was a lot. Um, that was a lot. Um, <laughs> yeah, it is, yeah, but. I mean, I feel like Arsenal's the one club in the Premier, the one top flight club you can say in the Prem, that irrespective of their success, you have to hold on a bit because they are quite prone to doing well and having a short little stretch and then all of a sudden 
shit hits the fan. Do you know what I'm saying? Obviously, they've had a very good two months um, mm. winning the FA Cup and then the Community Shield against two two good enough teams. You know what I mean? Um, even their, their run to the FA Cup final was a good run against City as well. So they, they, they've, had, they've, they've had a good couple couple months. I feel like if I was Arsenal fan, I wouldn't get too hopeful until I get at least two center, two new centre mids in. Um, I think Arsenal always have this kind of tendency to have a promising pre-season and then once the season's underway, you kind of, um, they kind of shed light on some of the ineptitudes that they should have resolved during the summer. So I feel like for them, they're probably two centre mids away from having a consistent all-round season. Mm. Um, obviously, they're going to need to keep a Bamiyang in their books. That's going to be their priority this summer, um, yeah. in my opinion. Um, obviously, they... They've got. I think Arsenal got nine or ten, ten defenders in their books at the moment. Obviously, a lot of them are, are, are getting let go. Um, there's even talks about making the Niles going towards as well after the the, the move. That ended actually team. today. Um, oh, is it done? Is it what? Is, is, yeah. It's not so Arsenal oh, okay, cool. want to keep him. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, but yeah, man, they've got as a lot of defenders should. in their books. So they still got they still got some reshuffling to do. Um, but for me, I feel like Arsenal are probably a winger and a couple number eights away from really having a consistent season man so yeah it's, 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 it's looking good isn't it if I was Arsenal fan you should feel optimistic in it because you know ever since Arteta came in he's had quite quite a, quite a good running man but um, what, like I said it is Arsenal isn't it so only time will tell isn't it only time will tell Darren, yeah I think the um, Bellerin saying it's about a trophy cabinet is a bit much like he needs to chill big time but um, I don't want to be bitter, you know. Arsenal fans should be happy, man. You know, um, not obviously, as Big Man says, pump the bricks. I think it's very important to pump the bricks, especially a team like Arsenal. But you got to give them credit, man. FA Cup, you know, obviously beat a couple big teams on the way. Beat City, beat Chelsea in the final, underdogs in both games. And obviously won the Community Shield. So, um, yeah, man, I think obviously it's still early days for Arteta. You know, I think he's... um. He's made progress, definitely. Defensively, they're looking good. Um, Aubameyang being a gunman. Right, look, know this he is, is the point I want to make, though, to you, uh, Darren, just so you can add to your point, yeah? Because obviously it's going along the same line. This is against big teams that we've seen. Cause, so now I'm talking about the tactical um, application that Arteta's um, well, obviously applying to the team, innit? Fam, they're playing three at the back, innit? And three at the back, yeah. that obviously tightens it up. David Luiz looks good in a free, in a free, and I, I honestly believe that's why they gave him a contract extension because they know that he's a very, very good defender in a free. Do you get what I'm saying? Because he's able to play balls mm-hmm. out from the back, and also he's able to basically just guard the six-yard box. Do you get what I'm saying? Um, and he's got help around yeah, him. Yeah, he's got help around him. But when you face Brighton, you can't go free at the back. When you face Leeds, you're not gonna go free at the back, like. What can I don't think Arsenal, those players are able to just be switching from a three to a four. We saw with Chelsea this year how changing from a three to a four can be erratic and just be they like disrupt the, disrupt the balance. Exactly, yeah. disrupting the balance of the mm, team. So, what, sure. what do you think Arteta is trying to? Because now you've got Gabriel and Saliba. So, what are you going to put them in a three as well? Like, I think that takes away a lot from their game with their ability to play on the ball and stuff like that. So, like, what's Arteta trying to do? I think it's a very interesting conundrum that you mentioned as far as three at the back against um, these lower level teams. That's not that's a conundrum. how you want to be playing. Obviously, I was even going to comment on that. I said, you know what? 
let him have his 10 you seconds. Love, you love it. a big word, eh? Really? Really? That's a light thing, man. That's a light thing. Say no more. Carry on. Um, no, I, I think it is interesting, though, but I, I don't know. I, I, I would expect them to stick with the three at the back all year, man, because I don't really? think you can be flip flopping. Yeah, fam, because I don't think you can be flip flopping. Bet- and as we said, David Luiz fits best in the three. Saliba's 18 years of age. Like, do you want him starting for you in the back four? Gabriel, I think, you know, he's got some um, some credence, but he's still got to build up his stock in the Premier League. You know, they've got some guys that I, I don't think they're going to do well in the back four. So I would expect them to stick with the three. And, and it's been doing them well so far. So I don't think you change I something think, that's going well. Yeah. Um, oh, go on, Josh. I think um, another reason why a three can be kind of helpful for them because it allows them to keep that three up front that they've been doing so well with all season. Um, yeah. Fermiang on the left and Pepe on the right and whoever. And you see the best of these youngsters, fam. Maitland-Niles in the three looks good. Yeah. Saka in the three. He can play in so many different positions. Yeah, that, Tierney think, is, is um is versatile. I think I think that's the issue though because it comes down to a selection of right, cool, if you're gonna do if you're gonna go to a three at the back, obviously Tierney can play um as a left side of centre back, but would you rather him in the midfield four possibly um having that role because he he has a good delivery into the box, you know what I mean? So do you want that option or do you want to play Sakamore? Maybe put Tierney back into the three. But then, what do you do with either Louise, um, Saliba, or um, the or uh, Gabriel? Gabriel. You know so I mean, it, it you kind of you kind of could say that is a good problem to have because you do have options and different styles of play. Um, I don't know how I feel about possibly leaving Shaka alone with one other centre mid. I feel like Shaka is best in a three-man midfield. Um, so I don't know how they're gonna organise that. Um. I think Shaka's but, best yeah, with, man. with Ceballos. Like, he's best with... But I don't know. Yeah, if I think, gonna yeah stay, he's going to No, he's I know. That's miss. what I'm saying. I don't know if he's going to stay. So, that's another issue to deal with. So. You know what I'm Hence why and I you know what? The like issue they're, is... They're, they're an eight away from being consistent. Facts. That's what I was literally just about to say. They ain't got creative... Because I think probably Saka's probably their most creative player. Do you get what I'm saying? And he's not even a guaranteed star. So, it's like they need um, to get some creativity. Losing Ceballos... Or, I wouldn't say losing, but you know there hasn't been much whispers about him coming back. So losing a guy like that, um, it might it might require Özil to come back into the mix. Look, and if you're doing a three at the back, that could free you up. Know um, you know Özil to do to a couple. Do I, a hear what you uh, I don't want to see Özil in that centre mid in a two man midfield. Nah, nah, you they, they, nah, they not in a two man midfield. Yeah. You'll be in a front three, but more of a cam role in behind yeah, the two. Yeah, be in the front three, like strikers. So like, kind yeah. Of, yeah, yeah. But do you know what? I hear what you men are saying, yeah? I don't know if if you think this is wild, but I personally think with the way they're playing, yes, Arteta is getting the best out of them in terms of tournament-style football, FA Cup, the Community Shield. This is These are one-off games where form kind of goes out of the window. It's about whose tactics work or suit um, best on the day. Fam, in my opinion, they're... But the counter to that would hold be... Hold on, hold on. They, 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 they had a good second half of the season. Not second half, but like after the restart. I wouldn't say that. People... They, they picked up some big people wins. People forgot... About, people obviously, yeah, they beat Liverpool, but people forgot about the loss to Brighton. And they lost to someone else as well. I've forgotten. Obviously, they had a good second half of the restart, but their first half of the restart, that's where we were seeing all these memes, fam, from troops and them, man, from when they were watching the game. <laughs> so, yeah, just before you... um. 
came in, yeah, I was going to say, fam, in my opinion, with the way they're playing, I don't think it's sustainable in league format. I think they're an Abameyang injury away from being even worse than where they were last year. And who's to say Abameyang can't get injured? 100%. When he's in, what, he's 33 now. So who's to say he can't get injured? Like, fam. Yeah. If Aubameyang was to get injured, because they're relying on... He's a game-changer. Think about the, the Chelsea team now that played in the FA Cup final, and I was literally telling people that that was a game where our game-changer, Pulisic, got injured and we had no one else on the pitch to do anything, basically, in an attacking sense, to create, to mm. score. I think that's the same when it comes to Arsenal. Aubameyang, is, he can create his own goal and he can also finish off people's the chances people create for him. Fam, if Aubameyang is out, <laughs> I don't know what this tactical guy that everyone's calling Arteta is going to do to that team because he is the guy that completes the puzzle at the end of, at the end of the pitch the other end of the pitch yes it's well and good being defensively sound but if you can't score goals fam you're not going to move up the table simple as you know it is though I feel like for Arsenal though I feel like right now their foundation should be um, let's work on our defence first I think I think Arsenal can get goals I think they're a team that can get goals but I feel like Arsenal's issue is what happens at the back so I feel like I don't know whether they could change it up after Christmas, maybe and just go free at the back until December, January, um, just to kind of get that um, chemistry going. Um, but I do feel like against the, you have to think about it like this, yeah. Against the top four clubs, you're gonna play eight of those games a season, but you still got the rest of the other games to play against the the Leeds and the the Everton's and those clubs like that. So how are they gonna shape up against them? Um, but I do feel like for Arsenal. Um, it will probably be a better option just to sort out their back five or so and sort out what they're going to do with that first. Because I do feel like they won't really have a problem scoring goals. Do you know what I mean? Especially if we can see Nicolas Pepe kick on the season. Um, but I think their problem is definitely what happens at the back, man. Mm. I, th- I think they've, you know, they've tried to address, you know, um, the issues at the back. So Libra, for an 18-year-old, I think they played, what, 25 to 30 M's? That, that's, that's, that's big money for an 18-year-old. So... There's some pressure on him, Gabriel. Obviously, they made some Tierney, you know, um, he, he looks good. So, um, I think you know, they, they've at least made efforts to improve the defense, and um, we saw that in the second half of the season. I think they need a, a center mid because losing to bias that hurts, especially when um, you're playing in a three at the back, like it's hard to ha- like allow creative players to be as, as free as you'd want them to be, yeah. And I think um, they ain't really got guys of that ilk. Do you know what I mean? Like, even Ozil, obviously, if you do want to play him, it'd have to be in a free. So, obviously, that means you have to leave out a Saka or, do you know what I mean, a Pepe, someone along them lines. So, I, I definitely think they need um, some reinforcements in the middle of the park, man. No, that's fair enough, isn't it? I think, because um, there's a lot to discuss, um, we'll move on from there. I want to talk about, obviously, the other team that played in the Community Shield final. That's Liverpool. Um, just my comments on Liverpool. I just think that, that game didn't really mean a lot to them. I don't think that is an indication of uh, what's to come. However, I will say it's not this. A bad thing. No, not necessarily. It's a community shield where players are just getting back to full fitness. Arsenal are definitely going to want it more than Liverpool. Fam, Liverpool are still reeling off a title win and a champ. Well, obviously winning the Champions League I in say, the last two years. I, I say, I say, I say, bad thing because. Typically, what we've seen of Liverpool, I, I, I do fully understand your point. I, I probably even agree with it, but just to like play devil's advocate, typically what we've seen of Liverpool in the past couple of years is that they're a team that are quite relentless in every competition that they go in. Um, yeah, but that's re, 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 regardless of the lineup. But that's what I was going to get to. This is the kind of arrogance that we've seen from City, for example. That okay, cool, these kind of games you can kind of throw it away, and 
it's not really the right mentality heading into the season. If you yeah, yeah, then yeah. Again, they're, they're, they're our top flight side, then it's so yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, I was, I know, literally, I was literally gonna get to that, fam. Yeah, that relentless because you've seen Liverpool. This is like we've seen Liverpool at their peak for two years straight now. So 97 points, Liverpool almost won the league there but won the Champions League and now this season Liverpool where they finally won the league like this is them playing at their peak I don't even think if you want to say their standards dropped between last season and this season maybe it dropped by a two whilst City's dropped by like ten do you get what I'm saying to interject here yeah. go on do you know I, I kind of agree with Josh's point about the um, like being savage you got what I mean trying to win everything because I feel like the front three has not been as potent as it has been, you know the year they got to the Champions League final when Salah was running riot, Mane was doing the madness as well. It feels like they're on a downward trend kind of thing. Obviously, man, we can have you know they can have loading, explosive years this year. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. You know, no, you're loading me up. It's a lot on them man's plate. You're loading me up, fam, to my ultimate point, fam. What I'm saying <laughs> is, like you pointed out, yes, that relentless, the relentlessness. Yay, that word is hard. That um, Liverpool have shown over the last <laughs> two years. It's come from the hunger, from not from the unknown. You know, when you don't know, you've had something. You've never had a Premier League. You've never had a Champions League. You don't know, so you, you're hungry for it. So now they've got to that place. Fam, the way to sustain that is through competition, in my opinion. And that's, we've seen mistakes from Man City, who didn't buy anyone like um, when company retired. Or, not exactly. retired, but left. And signing. And si- competition and signing. Yeah, I'm saying. So, if Klopp fails to make a signing if they fail to get Thiago or any other player that they're trying to get because obviously the left back I don't think we, we're yet to see what the left back is capable of and I don't know if he's going to be that kind of guy I know his stats are good in uh, they were good in Greece but I don't know like I don't know a lot about him but if Klopp doesn't make a statement signing to compete with the guys he's got right now I'll go as far as say they will not win a trophy this year Simple as they won't win anything this year. Uh, and fam, you man, might, you might, I you, bookmark this, bookmark this. You might remember as well, yeah. I do hear what you're saying, but I remember throughout the whole of last season when you lot were getting onto um, City's uh, play that I was telling you, when you're at the top, yeah, for two seasons, it's so hard to maintain that same level of hunger Facts. and desire for a third season. And fair enough, you could say, yeah. It is down to fair point for not addressing certain issues, isn't it? But at the same time, from the player's perspective, bro, like, what, like, li- I remember in a recent interview, um, Klopp came out with the right idea. He said, we're not looking to defend our side, we're looking to attack for another one. And I do hear that, but that's from the manager's side. And it'd be interesting to see how the players react because, bro, the- their past two, three seasons, bro, they've put out a lot of energy, man. So to continue that for Thanks. the third season... It's gonna take a lot more, man. And like I said, bro, it's difficult in this day and age, like right now in the, in, in the modern era, to actually go back to back to back. Like it's difficult, bro. But so that's why a lot of uh, it'll be interesting to see. That's why it. a lot of credit needs to be given to Alex Ferguson, man, because he's literally like the guy who was relentless in terms of competing every Trust year. Me. I don't think as a Weird I don't think as a manager in the twenty first century, United ever finished outside the top four with him in charge. Like that's what you call relentless like back to back he's always competing whilst, I don't... whilst also winning trophies before Arsenal and trying if... to try and put Arsenal Wenger on a second yeah 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 whilst <laughs> also winning <laughs> trophies the top four is not it's not just it bro you have to be winning time winning before. trophies as well fam like fam it, it, the Liverpool thing it's, it's, it's going to be interesting to see I mean a lot of people are using the community shield saying it's 
it's indicative of their poor form in the second half of the I don't, season. I, don't think so. I won't go as far as say that, yeah, of course, because in the set when mm. the restart happened, bro, the league was basically wrapped up. But let's be honest though, I think last season they relied more on their defense. Do you know what I'm saying? They, they, their defense was big time as far as they got a lot of clean sheets and they were they were squeaking out games. There was a lot of one nils, two nils. Yeah. And I think the point that you man made was key. It, it, going from the hunter to the hunted. That's a different kettle of fish. Yeah. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? And I, again, as you said, Daniel, signings are key. Uh, uh, I spoke to this. Uh, I spoke to Big Man about this and uh, and Jamal as well. I said they're gonna need a big year from Nabi Keita. Guys like Nabi Keita, Minamino, um, even a guy like Origi. Them man, if they're not gonna make any signings, you need these guys to step up and basically be new signings. Do you get what I mean? Because um, the, the pressure that's on Salah, Mane and Firmino, it, it's a lot. Do you know what I mean? To, to, to keep competing at the level they're competing, it's a lot. Yeah. Mm. So I think, um, I reckon Naby Keita will have a big year though. I reckon Naby Keita will. I hope so, innit? Naby Keita is someone that I think is a baller, but I've never been too keen on or fond of. Maybe because of his injuries, innit? I haven't, um, oh yeah, I just haven't taken a liking to him. And I think he needs a real run in the team, innit? Yeah. Yeah, no, I guess so, innit? I guess so. But, I mean, we've spoken about Arsenal-Liverpool. I think it's only right to speak about Chelsea. No, no. Okay, cool, 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 good. I want to say the best to last. <laughs> the oh. juiciest to last. <laughs> Love it, man. But, yeah, no, Chelsea. Oh, yeah, quick. Before you go into Chelsea, though, I must, or whilst we're on Chelsea, I'm just going to throw this out there. I'm giving you a lot, not for one excuse this season, but right now you're challenging. I don't hear nothing. Yeah, yeah, bro. You have you're to. challenging you this have season. You have to. I don't want to hear have to. him. Listen, listen. If I, and if wrong. I'm hearing Donnarumma, bro, if we get Donnarumma, yeah, oh yeah, I saw that. You man are challenging for the title. I don't want to hear Frank's second season. I've already Berners said. Look, season. I don't care. Nah, no, no, I don't know. No. Lamps is on the hot seat. Now listen, I don't care what you man say, fam. The plan, regardless of you, I don't even oh, care no. if we sign. Listen, forget your plan. Forget your plan. Forget your plan. No one plan is to build a whole new side. No one, no one, no one, no one buys a new team. No one buys a new team and then wins the league straight away. You win the league in the second year. We hold on, let me land. Ah, we ah, let me you. land, fam. Let me land. Yes. We will challenge, but we're not going to win the league. Stop saying we're going. Chelsea are going to win the or have to win the Lampard. Has to no, win the no, no, no. Compete. Yes, you have to compete. compete. I've said, fam. No one's disputing that. That's why I said let me land because you're interrupting, fam. Oh yeah, yeah. compete. Chelsea will compete. compete. I said Chelsea will finish third. It will be a will challenge for the title and then falter towards the end. That's what's gonna happen. Just due to lack of uh, inexperience in closing out the title due to the new players in a new league and whatnot. That's what I'm saying that our challenge will be. Yeah, we'll challenge. Fam, third is sewn up. Don't get it twisted. We will finish in the top three. I don't know what order. Big, big take. I don't big think take. that's that's not a huge achievement, though. That's what like, do you mean by that's, that's the expectation. We finished fourth last year. We're finishing, finishing third. third for you, man. Next season's a huge if we achievement. Cut the, if we cut the points gap between Liverpool and Man City. That's fair, fin- cutting the points gap, but finishing third, that's like we'd no, expect that. Cutting the, cutting points, the points gap, gap that's what I'm is definitely about. fair because Liverpool and Man City, yeah, but that's the that's the greater goal, not finishing third. No, but the greater goal is he's saying finishing, finishing third, third, third with, a, with a reduction of the point gap, yeah, is reduction than because finishing third overall because you're probably gonna finish first. Oh, overall. yeah, exactly, that's my point, that's what I'm saying. And I'm saying the, the priority should be cutting the points gap, not finishing third. No, but do you know what I mean? You're going to finish third. To cut the points gap, like it's in, it's in the same. That's what I'm saying. Bundle, I'm saying third place is not like it's in the same bundle, yeah, Darren. Yeah, man, it's in the same bu- 
Fam, you need to deep that. Listen, hold bro. On, hold on, hold on. You need it's, to. It's deep. not in the same bundle, but it is in the same bundle. But anyway, Liverpool and Man City, fam. Let's not forget that they're still by far the two best teams in the league, like or have been the two best teams in the league. And the points gap between third and I mean third or the rest of the league and the top two has been crazy. Like it's been nuts. So you don't just go from a twenty-five point gap to then winning the league. That doesn't happen. Like it's. We're not it's, saying that. Yeah, I'm just I'm just making sure that's my point. I'm not saying you're saying that. I'm just saying that's my point. Because a lot of people are saying Chelsea have to win the league. Lampard has to win the league. No, fam, it's just because Lampard is in charge that people are saying this. Like, fam, it's not the case. Lampard still um, has the leeway or the room to not win the league. Fam, how can you expect the Don to win the league? Fam, if, if you're talking about the season after now, no excuses. As in, winning the league is the priority. As in, that's what... You set out for you're going for. Of course, we're setting out to try and win the league, to try and compete. But that's not going to happen. Let's be realistic now. No one buys new players and then wins the league straight away. That doesn't happen. There's still a settling in period, and that's that one season for them to cut the points gap. And that's what I'm saying. Cut. Jose did what? I said Jose did. But listen, Lamp said Jose. Exactly. Jose came in after winning the Champions League, (laughs) fam. Can't compare this. It's not the same. Yeah, I know. But you said no one. I'm just saying Jose. Yeah, but did. it's not the same. But regardless, no like I don't Lampard think. Fan. I don't think. On, yeah, no. Yeah, I, I hear what you're saying. I would agree with you about expectations about winning the league are definitely far fetched. City and Liverpool, are obviously, two of the best teams in Europe. Like, no one's. I wouldn't say uh, I'd expect you to win the league, but competing, definitely third. That's mandatory, and um, I, I want to see good football because the players that you man are signing, you sign like. Quality, quality players in basically all throughout the pitch, and there's, you can still um, do some more business. So, listen, no excuses for Chelsea. I'm expecting to see wonderful football. I'm expecting to see fluid football goals. I want to see um, an improved defense, like, and I want to see Lamps as well um, stepping up. Laka, you know, look, he, I think he had a good season his Laka, debut season. Like a wise man, we want to see growth. Like a wise man who me and Josh know once said. Don't worry about my team, innit? We're gonna be, <laughs> we're gonna be on job. Don't worry about my team. We're gonna be on job. I, Listen, I can, let's wait and see. I let's said, I see. said at the beginning of last season, when everyone was doubting Lampster will finish in the top four. He finished fourth, and fourth wasn't enough. They're saying he should have got third. Goalposts were moving throughout the season. So now Lamps has got four. Now Lamps has got his top four place. Now I'm telling you comfortably that we will cut the points gap and we will finish third. I'm not expecting us to finish in the top two because like we're going to get onto Man City if they make a particular sign and fam, that almost blows almost everything we've done out of the water. Do you get what I'm saying? So we'll get onto that anyway. But fam, we will cut the points gap and we will comfortably finish ahead of whoever finishes fourth. Fourth is not even a... It's not in the question. Like I said again, I don't know if anyone else wants to still speak about Chelsea because we've addressed certain issues, but yeah. we, we, we will... Last point, will last do, point. We will do our ish. Right, we will do our ish. Last point I will make is I'm not expecting the, the champion to be in the 100-point realm. Do you know what I'm saying? The, last, the past two seasons, it's been like 95-plus points to win the league. I'm not expecting that next season. So, um, yeah, I'm definitely expecting you, man, to be competing for second... And don't worry, Daniel, I will be checking up on you very regularly. <laughs> just to, you know, see how things are going and get your, you know, you your, be, your feedback. I think you should be worried about your teammate, not my team. <laughs> <laughs> I think you should be worried about Listen, your team. Listen, United are poorly run. But just United a point, poorly, just it is a point what it is. Make, yeah, you got to dance at yard before you dance abroad. <laughs> you get me? Just to you make a point, me. though. Just to make a point, if we do get a, 
goalkeeper in addition to obviously Thiago Silva. I know we had an argument off the mic and for, for most of it, I was trolling Josh to get on his backside. But Thiago Silva is a top three centre-back in the league, in my opinion. Feel free to disagree if you disagree. But after Laporte and Van Dijk, he's definitely in that third realm. And that just goes to show the centre-backs within the league. Like It goes to show how far defending has come that a 36 year old can come Facts. into the league and be in that I'm saying top three I, do you get what I'm saying nah, Daniel, yeah. Daniel 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 <laughs> so since you clarified Daniel. that you're just trying to get on my back or whatever do you believe that Thiago Silva is a world class player in, in terms of form is a world class player in terms of form yes <laughs> form wise is he a world class player I'm not talking about his his, his uh, CV saying right now is he a player that comes in as one of the best defenders in the world? Yeah, he no. See, this is that's two different questions. I think he's a player who comes in as one of the best centre backs in the world right now. I still don't think he's world class because I want we we remember every time we speak about that world class word or phrase, we always want to make it exclusive. I don't think he's world class. However, I think he's one of the best centre backs in the world. So take that as you will in it. That's my answer in it. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, I agree with that still. The guy the, the guy is his body of work is mad impressive. The only question mark is Can his legs is age gonna yeah, take yeah, a toll on him? Yeah, is age gonna take I think that's bro, the, the only prim, question. The Prem's a different ball game, bro. Totally. And I, I understand True. that however different ball game. The the best centre backs are smart in terms of their positioning and I'm expecting to see And we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm expecting fam. Julian Loren, one of the one of ESPN's biggest um um journalists, said that that him and Zuma partnership could be one of the best centre-back partnerships we can see because he said Chelsea centre-backs aren't dead. They've just been lacking a leader that's been able to improve their game. And that's the truth. Fam, we haven't, we don't really have dead defenders. Like Zuma, Rudiger, Christensen, Tomori, they're not dead. They're bees. They're not dead. And C's. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. And that's the problem. You do need that one A defender to bring out the best in everyone else. And I think Thiago Silva... Mm -hmm does that job fam he's a stepping stone to the next centre-back that we could potentially get who would be that A-star type of centre-back do you get what I'm saying when the other guys are yeah, a bit thanks. more like a bit higher in the in the in the in the like pecking order and that so yeah man Chelsea I'm looking forward to the season like, I can't wait Havertz once that Havertz deal was over the line and then you get a goalkeeper bloody that's, that's a... taking a while isn't it no 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 it's just to finalise um, bonuses fam don't worry it's done the deal's done. Right. The deal's done. Last thing I want to say. Right, last thing I want to say on Chelsea is Roman Abramovich. He's one of the best owners in sports. Like that guy. He's <laughs> hunger for winning, bro. It's like I, it's, I, it's. I'm so jealous. I'm so jealous that he's your owner because he has a consistent, not only desire to win, but he 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 does what he needs to do. Um, Puts the money on the table. Like nah, I, I got so much love for Roman Abramovich and. And why that is key, sorry, I have to speak about my guy Roman, man, because I love him. I even name my son Roman, fam. But, bro. I thought you were going to name your son LeBron. When did I say that? Why would I name my son a surname? Actually, no, I flopped that. I flopped that. Yeah. Whoa! Clip that! Man, so this. I thought I had a. I thought I had the one liner there. Clip that. Clip that. I'm the what? one. Who, I'm the one who edits, fam. So we'll see if that comes. Bro, if you don't clip you that, waste, I man. swear I'll hold you hostage. What the hell? What? Oh my god. Big man. But now, 
Um, <laughs> I even forgot what we were saying. Roman, back to Roman. Roman, Roman, to Roman. Fam, my guy Roman, fam. What's key is that, fam, when you see Man City and the PSGs of this world, yeah, and obviously Real Madrid, Barcelona, they're, they're exempt, but Real Madrid and P- Real Madrid, PSG and Man City in particular, they're backed by countries, fam. Do you get what I'm saying? So they've got limitless resources. But when you've actually got an owner who's fully invested into your club, who wants to make sure... Fam, I'm seeing the same at Everton. Everton's owner is someone who wants Everton to be successful, fam. Getting Carlo Ancelotti, now they've got Allen. They're going for James Rodriguez. Fam, they're going for the jugular, fam. Moves. Do you get what I'm saying? Making, Making moves, moves, fam, literally. So when you've got an owner who loves football and loves the club, they're going to put their money where their mouth is and put the money down. At the same time, I will say this though, just for the record, and just so that everyone knows that I've said it, fam, there's a lot of pressure on Lampard, like so much pressure on him to succeed and Facts. do well. Obviously, the 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 plan maybe has been bumped up a couple of years. However, he's just got to take it on the chin, fam. If you want, if you want the new, I'm standards. sure he wouldn't want it any other exactly. way. Exactly, literally. And so, yeah, man, I ca- I can't wait, man. I can't wait for the new season. But let's speak about your team, Darren. Let's speak about. The lack of signings, the lack of ambition, the reliance. Again, they're going to go into new season relying on penalties again. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> You're done for. In all seriousness, though, but, like, what's going on, man? What's going on? <laughs> Your team's actually looking like a shambles, bro. It's what's nothing new, on? man. It's nothing new. Daniel, don't, Daniel, don't remember our episode two of this podcast? Yeah. Transfer Bonanza. Literally... The same conversation that I would have had right now, I had in episode two. Manchester United are poorly run. Signings, uh, as far as signings, it's like everything has to be a, a, a blockbuster signing. Everything has to be a someone that can um, sell jerseys or someone that can... Do you get what I'm saying? Someone that has to be like a big, big sign. No, fam. It's never about efficiency. It's never about working towards a goal. It's never about plugging in a hole. Um, yeah, that's the issue with Manchester United, man. I just feel like Ed Woodward, like he's proven to be inept. I'm not a fan of his. The owners, they don't have the ambition that the club needs. I just feel like the club as a whole, man. You know, we are linked to we're linked to the whole world, to be honest. So it's hard to put any credence in who we're linked to. But um, it's just sad. All we no can way. do is you know- wait till the season starts. Hope that we get um, you know, some sort of addition and uh rely on the development of our players that's fam, exactly because Darren, a Darren. full season of Pogba and Bruno together I'm, I'm hopeful about that yeah and um yeah fam, no, but Darren, we'll just take it as it comes thing is though is I'm social I've been telling all my boys that I still think the Sancho deal will happen like, I still think he'll go through on that but my problem is with United is not necessarily the fact that you will make signings but it's like you see the best teams make their moves early get your transfers dealings done Done and dusted. Unless there's exceptional circumstances, um, like Messi, for example. It's never been us, bro. But get your dealings done early, like, and then put it to one side. Work. Let the manager work with the team he knows is going to be the team going forward. Do you, do you know what I'm saying? Going into the new season. Like, you're now going to wait till the but season bro, starts. But, bro, what you're describing a is a well-run team. Mm. Well, yeah, what you're describing is a well-run team. Do you know what I mean? So, a team that, or oh, uh, not even a team, a club. That has a one goal. Do you got? Know I mean, a common goal. Yeah. Manchester United, it's 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 not all about winning. Do you got? Know I mean, the commercial aspects is something that they have to work on. Do you got? Know I mean, that's another priority. Yeah. I think 
like anytime they have a sign, they see it as like an opportunity. Mm. Do you get what I mean? To develop the brand or um, make someone a star of the team. Even the Sancho edition, obviously it'd be great, but we've still got so many holes to fill. And I just feel like we know Oli ain't the guy. It's just tough, like tough going into the season with um, hope because we finished third. Do you know what I mean? So, and as you said, we're already expecting Chelsea to finish um, third. So, so who's you know, got the biggest? We're, we're expected to take steps back, but we'll see. I think this stems nicely because we're gonna go back and forth. But so, who's got the biggest expectations next season? So, if we look back on the end of the season between Pep, Oli, and Lampard, who's got the biggest expectation? Lampard. Yeah, it's lamps. It's, it's lamps. not Pep. If you know, if Pep does not win the Champions League and gets messy, Lampard has Lampard has the biggest. No, okay, cool. Okay, if if it's what? contingent on if it's contingent on that, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that, that Bro, if okay, Pep, cool. yeah, if Pep gets messy, even if Pep doesn't get messy, Pep don't win the Champions League next season. That's Ooh. arrestable. That's an arrestable offense. Not even <laughs> sackable. Bro, deep it. This guy is now going into what his fourth year at Man City. <laughs> he won't and he wouldn't have won the Champions League. So let's say the season ends now. He hasn't got the Champions League. That's four years. What's the difference between him, Pellegrini, and Mancini? Nothing. He's, going, all... to, he's going to his fifth, I believe. Fifth. So, yeah. No, I think it's fourth. I think it's fourth. Cause... Yeah, yeah, fifth. No, it's fifth. First season, nothing. No, two fifth. back-to-back. This season, nothing. Yeah, fifth two back-to-back. Oh, fifth, then Liverpool, Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, so, boy. Like... All right, listen. Listen, listen. I'm gonna... If Messi comes, it's a whole different ball we're, game, by the way. We're going to start, we're gonna start this, this debate the right way. It's gone on a negative tangent. I don't like that. I was chilling in my bed when I got the news that obviously the main man Lionel doesn't want to stay at Barca, man. And I told the man them straight away, man. I put the eyes in the group chat. I said, man them. I think it's time, man. They pied me off, man. They said I'm mad. They said I'm crazy. They said it can't be done. A day later, man. They said it. He would like to come and work with Pep Guardiola. Listen to what I'm saying, lads. <laughs> I hope you must saw the listen, news today, though. To Josh, not, saying, to put, not to be a yeah, downer. Yeah, yeah. I, I hope, hope you saw the news today. Listen, 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 bro, listen. They, Obviously, you have, you have you to know, pay the release clause, bro. <laughs> bro, listen. We're, we're, we're fighting against principalities and powers, bro. This isn't a battle against flesh or <laughs> FFP, bro. This is <laughs> serious. But I don't want to get my hopes up too much, man, but... I think we can land him, man. I think we can. I, do you know what it is, bro? I feel like is that the saying in basketball, fam? When a top flight superstar is available, you drop everything else and you get him. I don't care whether it's an aging Messi. If Messi is on the table, you you drop whatever plans you had of seven hundred M's. And you get Messi. Literally, you get Messi. I don't, no, question no, Josh though question Josh question done. did you hear about the, the potential offer of Bernardo yeah, Silva Bernardo, Gabriel Jesus yeah, Eric Garcia get them out of here <laughs> get them out of here this is what I'm saying to you that this is, is reckless you. that when is reckless Messi's on the ta- when Messi's on the table when Messi's on the table you, cause, like even apart from a footballing competition standpoint yeah do you know what bringing Messi to the Premier League let alone Man City does no, that's true. For for the brand, like, but that's why fam, that's, league, biggest, that's why the league, whole league Barcelona don't want to. Whole bro, league. Hey, hey, fam, they're, they're trying to find. And that's why La Liga are getting involved. Trust bro, me. I'm, I'm telling you, listen, I'm telling you, you can find another Bernardo Silva. He's an exceptional player. I love Bernardo, 
you can find another Barrett. You will never find another Messi. If Messi is available, you get Messi. Simple as. I need them to do everything they can to bring that man to this club. It's as simple as that. Messi has to come. <laughs> to, it, it's just that simple. It's actually that simple. If he's not come so to what? us in the Prem... 700 gonna, M's. Bro, pay whatever price you have to pay, bro. Give up um, I, like, I don't look, give up your give up your family. My, rights. my, my feelings care. towards it. You get Messi into this club. My man. feelings towards it is though. Look, look, look at the bigger picture though. It's the, it, forget Messi now. Like, cool, yeah. Let's say Messi does come eventually. I think it's more on Pep because then you have to look at it like this. Like, he's not gonna have one season to settle down in the Prem. They're gonna expect Messi to put up Messi numbers straight away. Two, yep. what's clear as well, especially in the Barcelona system, and for a while now, Messi doesn't run. Like Messi actually doesn't run anymore. Like so now Pepper's gonna have to totally ditch. <laughs> Messi doesn't no, run. No, he doesn't. He doesn't because of, because of his attacking output. Like fam, you don't you don't ask Messi to track back. Like he does what he wants. So now you're asking oh, no. you're asking not Pep, tracking back. Yeah, you're now you're asking Pep to create a system because Pep's system is created on runners. Like do you get what I'm saying? People working hard. So now you're gonna ask Pep mm. to create a system where it's ten man doing the defensive job as opposed to eleven or nine. As opposed to ten, do you get what I'm saying? But he knows what he's working with, in terms of yeah, he knows, he knows what he's you working with. But you whatever have, you exemption have to remember needs to be it's, it's the prem as well. Do you get what I'm saying? Like the reason why it comes back to us, you know, when we were having the farmers' league debate, is because any team can beat any team. Fam, Leeds could can come up, get promoted, and beat Man City on their day. You just don't know what could happen. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, do you think yeah. Pep has the? Of course, he has the ability. Yes, it's Pep Guardiola, but. Do you think Pep has the... Because there's going to be so much pressure on him. Because now, you get Messi, the automatic assumption is going to be Premier League and Champions League at the, at the very least. The bare minimum. Mm. Do you get what I'm saying? Mm. Is he capable of doing that? Because I'm not so sure. I, I, I think he is, man. I think, historically, we've seen the best Pep when he has the best players in it. Um, and and that that's just Pep style, isn't it? And literally, this is going to be Pep with the best player in the world, man. Um... Excitement aside, though, I do definitely understand the concerns, and I feel like in some ways the concerns are much deeper than the, the or the the, the downs the the potential downside is um has much bigger ramifications than the potential upside, isn't it? Because you got to think as well as well as the 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 system change in that obviously Messi doesn't run, where's Aguero gonna play, um, where's KDB gonna play, those kind of things there. Then as well as that, when you spend that amount of money. If Messi does decide to move move along in two or three seasons, what's the next plan? Like, what's the next stage of development from there? See what I'm saying? Because by that time, you know, KDB could be moving on to his next steps. And you just got to think long-term in a situation. Is this actually the best possible situation? How are you going to kind of feed on after that, man? Yeah, um, getting Messi is, but, a win, is a win now move. That's what I'm essentially yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah, 100%. So if you don't and, win now, bro, that's exactly, what I said. That's exactly. what I said. It's not sackable. It's arrestable. Like, yeah, that because kind of if, if, you don't, if, if Pep doesn't get... Pep isn't in a situation where he can allow Messi to have his one-year easing in period. Like, <laughs> if Pep yeah. had won something last year, maybe you could give him a little bit of... Even then. Won, no. I'm not counting that Carabao nah, Cup, I'm not counting that Messi, Cup, we're talking Messi. Yeah, 100%, 100%, 100%. But obviously, you have to factor in all things, innit? If he won something last year, Messi came in, of course... He has a sackable offence next year if he doesn't win anything. But the fact that he didn't win anything, I'm not counting Carabao, by the way, because that's a baby's cut. I'm not counting that. The fact that he didn't win anything, that is an arrestable offence. So I feel like for Pep, he's going to have the most expectations and by far the most pressure on him next season. By far. 
Only if you close. That, that's contingent on Lionel Messi, though. It's true. It's true. But it, I think even irrespective of whether Messi comes or not, Pep still has a lot on his shoulders, bro. Like, yeah, that's what I'm team. saying. Especially if you get Koulibaly. That's what I'm saying. If you fam. get Koulibaly as well. That's so why I, feel I, like, like, I feel like for him, th- this Messi move is, is probably the best move for him right now because you get Messi and that takes your chance of winning Champions League to a next level, man. Through the roof, yeah. Exactly. I think for Pep, if, if Pep wants to be selfish, you get Messi and let City worry about the damage in the next three, four seasons. That's that's completely up to them, innit? But for you and your legacy, you do what you can to get Messi into this club, man. If Ooh. I were Pep. Anyway, before before no, we move facts. into the EOTB5 series that we're going to be introducing, obviously in other news, Tottenham signed Matt Doherty, who I think is a good move. Obviously, that's adding to Emil Hoiberg. They're trying good. to do them like quick fires, um, not too expensive deals to try and plug holes. And like you were saying, Darren, mm. plugging holes is not necessarily a bad thing to do. Like You don't always need a statement signing, do you know what I'm saying? Um, Doherty is a very good player. Yeah, fam. he is. It'll be interesting to see how he plays at right back as opposed to right wing back, isn't it? Exactly. Yeah. That's, that's the difference. Yeah. So I don't, I don't think it's too early. Um, we kind of do have an idea of the players people are going to get. I'm talking more on the top half of the table. So... Let's let's make our predictions, man. Top four. What were we saying, lads? What's your top four going into Top four for next season. I'm gonna go Just bearing in mind, actually no, I said City to win the league. So I was gonna say that my prediction last year was right, but apart from City Liverpool, I was perfect. I'm gonna go This might be mad. I'm gonna go Liverpool first. I'm gonna go City second. Wait, hold on. Is this prediction based on Messi? Oh. No, Good no, question. It's, it's, it's not, it's not, it's, this isn't based on Messi. Alright, uh, cool. Messi. It's a messy less city. Cool. Messi less city. Messi less. Messi less. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go Liverpool first. I'm gonna go City second. I'm gonna go Chelsea third. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. I don't want to do it. I'm gonna go Tottenham fourth. How? I have to put a spell there. I'm going Tottenham fourth. <laughs> Yo, Darren, uh, I, I have to give you the right to. to, to, to... <laughs> Tottenham fourth. I have no clue. <laughs> Unless Harry Kane is scoring fifty plus goals. That's not I'm going happening. To that is not happening. Mourinho sold his soul this summer. Tottenham fourth. <laughs> uh, For who? Yeah. Hoiberg and Doherty. Uh, do you know what it is? Yeah, do you know what it is? Love do you know what it is? I have to put a spanner in the works, man. Because there's just... You just never... I can't no, go... I respect I can't it, go And I trend. even respect Liverpool first. I can't go with the trend. I can't go with the trend, man. The, this, this Premier League season, I don't thought... It's going to be mad. There's just going to be some... Weird stuff, nah. Nah, I see you got your analyst cap on, Josh, yeah, man, and I respect yeah, it. Man. I'm going to Tottenham for Not Tottenham. Um, I've got yeah Tottenham though. I disagree, but listen, I respect it. I, I've got, I've got City winning the league, but for me, they need that Koulibaly deal to be made. Like, if it's not Messi, Koulibaly. Do you know what I'm saying? They need something. They need one more piece, big piece. So contingent on that, I got City finishing first. I've actually got Chelsea Football Club finishing second. <laughs> man, man said, what the hell is going on here? I've got Liverpool finishing third and I've got United finishing fourth. Yeah, that's interesting still. I appreciate the, the, the level of faith. 
in my club. I I know why he's done. You're smart though. I know why he's done that. I know why he's done that. Yeah, yeah, I know why too. I'll leave it there. I'll leave I know, it. I know why he's done that. I'll leave it. So that, that so that when Lampard overachieves, when, when Lampard overachieves, he can say, "Ah, oh, I, I always knew so. it. I said so. I always I knew it. So. I always let knew him it. come forward. No, now. no, no, no. I want to put the pressure on him. I want to put the pressure on him. Oh, okay. Okay. Now my prediction is, um, I've got City winning the league as well. I just think I'm basing this off the off of the fact that as much as I'm Pep's biggest like um what's the word critic um i think he'll come back with a vengeance like we said now obviously just winning the league cup that's not enough for a man city team he's gonna come back hungry his team's gonna come back hungry the boring is now getting into peak peak years now so he's gonna i think he could unlock a new level as well so yeah man got city winning the league i got um liverpool finishing second um I got Chelsea finishing third, and I got United finishing fourth. So quite bland, quite predictable. Quite safe. But I don't think it's safe. I think that's what will happen. Like it's not even about being. I don't think there needs to be a spanner when I don't think there's going to be a spanner. Do you know what I'm saying? Like I think that will be the top four if you were being. You think you think, you think United coming fourth is a guarantee though? It's never a guarantee. If Chelsea coming fourth wasn't a guarantee, but because if I fourth. if I weren't putting Tottenham, I was going to put Arsenal, bro. I can't lie to you. I don't think Arsenal finish. Hey, chill with that, man. Nah, yeah. don't think so. So you basically, you're basically saying you think both London clubs are finishing, both yeah. North London think, clubs are finishing London above United. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. No way. You think, think so? I, they'll, they'll, I 100% think so. Fam, they'll put Oli on like that. And Spurs, Spurs, Spurs ain't Spurs ain't finishing top four, man. No. Yeah. I, I think mean, a I London love club will hundred. Two London clubs will finish in the top four. That's my prediction. Yeah, that's fair enough, innit? That's fair. We'll definitely revisit it. We'll definitely revisit it, man. Now we've got now we've got evidence, bro. It's going on YouTube. This is not just the put it on tape, clip it. It's on clip it. Uh finally, before we wrap up this episode, um got a new series called the EOTB five series where we look at the five things. It's gonna be a five things series. Five time! Five time! <laughs> We're gonna be looking at five G things. Know about things. Booker. Bear things, man. Five Five managers to do blah blah blah. Five players to do blah blah blah. So today's five series to kick off the five series is the five players we're looking forward to seeing in this upcoming season. Um, I think I'll kick things off with. No wait wait wait. That we should have our eye on. Yeah yeah yeah. That we have our eye on who you're looking forward to seeing. Okay okay okay. All uh, intertwined kind of just about the wording in it. Alright, come. Um, it's not in any yeah. particular order anyway. You just say your players in it. Um, so yeah, man. Number one for me. I don't know about you, man, but I'm excited to see a Berichi Eze fam. Can't wait to see him in the Premier League. Aye, are you mad? Number one on my list. Fam, I can't wait to see him, man. Like literally, fam. That guy, eight goals, five assists. I think it was in the Championship last year for QPR. Probably QPR's best player. Um, and hundred percent their best player. Like it's just gonna. Obviously, did the talk, the Insta live with Brian. He was obviously saying that Eze is probably one of the best players he's witnessed, like seen training match wise. So, bro, big, big, big Facts. praise to him. And I saw a little training clip. He looks to have settled in nicely. If Zaha stays, that could be a Boom. that could be a terrible duo. Do you get what I'm saying? That Palace could be looking like you know the Palace that had Zaha and Balassi. On either side of the wings, trust so me, that, it could be, it could trust be that me. devastating. And the thing about Eze as well is that I, he's so good in multiple positions. I don't actually know his best position. You. you get what I'm saying? Like, I'm saying Cam fam because I think he yeah. can revitalize Benteke. You, you get what I'm so, saying? Yeah. I'm, ex- I'm expecting him to have a positive impact on Benteke. Yeah. 
And if they keep Zaha, that tandem can be special for them. Him and Zaha, maybe throw in a Jordan Ayu as well. Like, like they, they've got potential to be a to, to build on on last 100%, season. Man. So Eze definitely, that's that's he's a guy on my list. Darren, you've obviously got Eze as well. I don't know if you've got extra words to add. Um, most of the stuff I already said. I'm expecting him to have a positive impact on Benteke. I feel like. Keeping Zaha will definitely be um, beneficial for him, and um, yeah, man, I, I I I I've seen him in it. Obviously, I ha- I don't want to get into that, but I just felt like he's a special player, and um, I feel like he was destined for Premier League football, and um, I I don't think like, I don't feel like he'll stop here. Yeah. I feel like he'll have a, another good couple seasons and and bag another move to potentially a Tottenham or an Arsenal. Do you yeah. know what I'm saying? Hundred percent. I see him being that caliber of player. Yeah. Josh, yeah, no, I definitely, I, de- I definitely um, um, agree with everything you man said, man. Um, just watching that QPR, just got a few times watching the season, even in, in the in the playoffs, season, just going the playoffs was amazing. Um, definitely an exciting prospect, man. My list is easy though. My list is Messi one to five. Oh my days. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I said Messi one no, to five. That that is actually my list, but for entertainment purposes. Um, a player that I'm looking forward to. Is Eze on your list, sorry? Or no? Eze is on my list, yeah. Alright, so we're going to number two then, innit? Eze is on my list. I'll, I'll go for number two. Number two, the player that's on my list is actually a Bemiyang. A Bemiyang is on my list for this season simply because we've seen his output for Arsenal in the Premier League, but it's, I think it's time now that. We see that output kind of contributing to his team's overall success. Um, he hasn't seen Champions League football since he's been at Arsenal. Um, and this is the play that they're dying to keep. Are we interested to see? I think you'll still, con- uh, I think you'll still maintain the same level of output. Um, but it's him more as a leader in it overall, man. I feel like he's the player that the Arsenal fans are banking on. Um, that, so there's a lot more pressure on his shoulders, man. So I think yeah, he's he's one of my players to watch this season as well, man. Yeah. Obviously, now that he's broken, I think he's the, already started. He's broken into the world class cap now, go. so you know. Yeah, I was saying he's, yeah, he's, that's he's broken into the world, world class category now. So yeah, man. No, hundred. I think he's already started. You know, becoming a leader and um, just basically um, doing the points that you said. Because mm. uh, in the FA Cup run, we saw what he did in the final, and and in the lead up to that, and then again in the Community Shield, he scored a banger. So. Yeah. I think he's, you know, big occasions. He, he's showing up and hopefully he can maintain that, man. Yeah. But um, moving on to... Can I move on to my second yeah, guy? Yeah, second guy, yeah. Um, I got Richarlison, man. Bro. A guy that I've always always been Thank a fan you. of um, from his days at uh, Watford. And uh, I feel like having Ancelotti as a manager, that's, like, that's ideal. Do you know what I mean? He, he's a great manager, proven, and he also um, has cachet. Mm. We're seeing him linked to, to guys like Allen, James Rodriguez. You've got Andre Gomez there. you still got Gilfie. Like they still got guys that can feed him. And he's got Calvert-Lewin. Calvert-Lewin is more so the physical guy, does the dirty work. So, And Ancelotti said he's expecting 20 goals from Richarlison in the league. And obviously that means that um, he sees that as a realistic expectation. I, I, I think not 20, but I feel like he can be you know, 17, 16 nah, goals a season, man. Richarlison is on my list as well. Um... I think he can get 20. There's no reason why. Fam, he got 14 for what, I think, in his first season at Everton, then got 15 in the second season. 
So the 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 ideal push, especially when Everton finished, I believe they finished like tenth. So when they're they're gonna be pushing for yeah. Europa League places, he's gonna have to score more 100. goals. I think twenty is very very realistic for a guy like him. I think he's someone who's still got one. He's got a big move in him, like a nice eighty mil, yeah. ninety mil move in him. I think he's that good. No, I do. Think about it. If a Premier League team's gonna buy Richarlison, they're gonna have to pay the, that kind of fee, especially if he's scoring. 20 plus goals in the league do you get what I'm saying I think I think maybe fee but I don't know if he's 80 no I'm not saying if he's worth it I'm obviously basing yeah, it no, I know. I'm basing I know. it off of the market isn't it? Yeah, I'm just yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah exactly yeah, yeah, I know I'm basing I know. it off of the market but yeah Richarlison bro that guy someone to watch in it um, third, my third guy 100. to try and race through it Tim Werner man has to be man like I'm really really looking to see how his game translates into the into the Premier League bro he, guy banged 34 goals got 10 assists this season, that's an unbelievable season, um, mm. and he's a baller. He's a bagsman, like a goal scorers. Baller. Goal scorers, yes. like it, it doesn't die in it, yo. Aye, he's my he's he's yes. my number nine in FM. I can't lie. Yo. I'm sorry, I'm very sorry, I'm very sorry, but I just received news that Messi's release clause has expired. Carry on though, as you are. <laughs> <laughs> this guy interrupted me because of that. But I said as you were. <laughs> No, but I don't think he's expired. We'll see, though, Josh. We'll see if he rolls. It's it's a le- it's an ongoing legal battle because basically Messi's saying that due to the how the season ended, his clause is still active, so where he can choose to leave for free at the end of each season. But Barcelona, Real Madrid, Barcelona and La Liga are saying that um, no, the season, even though the season ended early, it still makes your clause active. So it's, this is saying that there's a key point in his contract that removed the 700 uh, release clause when the 2019-20 season finished. Fair enough, innit? We'll see. Something we'll that see. His, his, his lawyers have picked out. Them lawyers... It's Man City that got his lawyers for him, by the way. Let's let you man know now. <laughs> the same lawyers that got that, that FFP nonsense scrapped. Nah, we'll see how it goes, though. But yeah, Timo Werner, yeah, man. See. That's, my, that's my number three, innit? Um, my, my number three is going to be Nathan Ake. Um... I feel like he's a player that has a lot, a lot, a lot of promise. Um, I feel like the success of this season will be contingent on how and where Pep plays him. Because um, we all know Pep likes to do some funky business uh, with his with, with his players. Um, but I think he can really kick on, man. Uh, I was having a, a, an argument with one of me and Daniel's friends the other day, and they were saying that um, Ake has nothing to learn from a Laporta. And I, I definitely disagreed, I think. Mm. Even though Ake has more Premier League experience and more Premier League games, um, Laporta has seen much more of football than 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 Ake has, um, especially being under Pep um, as well. And even in Liga as well, he was he was starting week in week out. So I feel like just as an overall player, I feel like there's a lot Ake has to learn from 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 Laporte. But um, yeah, man, I'll be interested to see that whether he can actually be that kind of consistent piece that we're looking for if the Kuli Bali deal doesn't um, doesn't go through. Uh, back to you of Laporte and Ake, it could be exciting, man. Um, I, I don't know how much I need to expect from him. I already said, boy, ten clean sheets minimum, minute. But yeah, that's my player who's who, who's who's further my list for me to watch out for. No, that's fair. <clears throat> I think he's got like um, he can develop like a Joe Gomez has because we've seen Joe Gomez is a beast. Like I, I think he's so mm-hmm. hard, and obviously mm-hmm. he's learned a lot from Van Dijk, and um, I feel like Ake could definitely, you know. Uh, learn a lot from Laporte, but um, moving on to my first, yeah, I've gone with a wild card, probably the most volatile performer in Premier League history, 
Mr. Davies. Really? <laughs> yeah, I, I just feel like um, he's going to be a fun watch, man. He's always, as I said, volatile. Yeah. You know, one game he can be great, next game he can be shit. But um, I feel like, you know, Arsenal have obviously brought in reinforcements at the back. You've got um, Gabriel, Saliba. I'm not saying that these guys are going to be world beaters, but at least they're an upgrade from, you know, Mustafi and these man there, Socrates. So, um, yeah, I think that is going to be good. Um, Arteta, obviously a full season under Arteta. I feel like uh, we'll see some growth there. And also, he's obviously in the last year of his deal, which gives him uh, a lot more motivation to prove that, you know, he can still play at this level if he wants to still play at Arsenal Football Club. Mm. And... Um, Obviously, the key point is he's going to be in a free, yeah. which I expect. And we know, you know, in a free, he can perform. And, um, yeah, man, I'm expecting a big year from David Luiz, man. Bounce back year, Mr. Bounce back. Yeah. The number four for me, I think this is the most... Actually, you know what? I'll leave him till last. Um, number four for me, I had to actually put in two players. It's T- um, Tielemans and Madison. I think they... Madison, obviously, I know he got injured after the restart, but... Leicester tailed off, man. It was it was it was painful for me to predict, but I mean, I saw it happening. I just had to say, I saw it coming, and it was so clear and obvious. And the reason why they t- tailed off is because those two players are key to the way they played. You get what I'm saying? They're key, as in Dennis mm-hmm. Pratt, as good as a, as an industrious as industrious a player he is. He's just not Tielemans and Madison. He doesn't provide the same like youthful exuberance attacking output that these guys provide for Leicester and the way that they function so I think I want to see a consistent season from them Madison especially because I think that he has the capability to score way more goals I think he can be a double digit goals and assist guy that kind of guy do you get what I'm saying 10 goals 10 assists Mm -hmm. I think he has the capabilities of doing that I think Tielemans funny enough then you say interrupt I've got Madison and Madison yeah. as well. So, fam, we're thinking along the same line. So, I've got two of them. I had to fit both of them in because I think they're both key to the way Leicester play and obviously the way Brendan Rodgers wants to play. So, if Leicester really want to try and do what they did last year um, and compete again for the top four, they're going to need those guys. going to need form. Madison. Yeah. Facts. Um, for me, um, he's got a bit of taste in his mouth. You know, sitting on a bench watching his team give up... Um, What's, what they have sewn up a top four spot. Um, I feel like he's going to bounce back. He's got a lot to prove. Obviously, he's not even a England star. You know, he's not guaranteed to be in the fold there. I feel like he's going to cement himself in the England lineup. As you said, he's a potential double-double guy. Um, you've got Jamie Vardy in front of you, so you know if you, you create chances, he's going to put them away. You've got Ndidi and Tielemans. Them and most of the... They do most of the dirty work. So I feel like he's got free reign to go and, you know, be creative, do him. And, um, yeah, man, I feel like he, he's motivated to, to prove himself on a Premier League level and to um, to make up for, you know, what what was a bad end to the season last year. Cool. Um, I'll, literally, I'll literally just round off my, my two guys, play for the same team. But my two are going to be Mason Greenwood and Paul Pogba. Um I say Mason Greenwood because obviously he had a very exciting season this um, the season this past. Um, an amazing prospect, and I feel like if Manny don't get the, the Jaden Sancho deal done, he's going to be a player that features a lot um, in their starting lineup, man. So it'll be interesting to see him possibly coming off the right. Um, we understand that he's both footed, um, amazing shot as well, and yeah, man, I feel like he's he's a young player that has matured quite quickly. Um, we see he's, he's a fearless player as well, so. But just be interesting to see how he gets on with a, with a, with a string of games 
Now, I put Pogba in there because this is probably the first time that Pogba's played in the midfield, which he actually kind of likes, actually kind of suits him. I'm alongside Bruno. Um, he hasn't, statistically, he hasn't done that bad in a Prem, but like based on the eyes, um, he hasn't been the player that we thought he would be. Um, but I think that this season coming up could be a promising season for him, man. I'm not, I'm not going to judge... When I, when I look at Pogba, I'm not judging it off, off a team standpoint as to how well the team defended. I'm literally just judging him and how he plays and how he's able to express himself and stuff like that, man. Because I do think I do think that, apart from KDB, Pogba is the second best player in the Prem on his day. That's generally what I feel, but he hasn't been playing like, like, like that. So, yeah, man, we just see what we get from him this season. So, that's, that's my fact. I think it makes sense. If he's fully fit, I feel like he'll have a mad year alongside Bruno and uh, he'll, he'll, he'll do a mad year. Yeah. Mm. I think it makes Golden. sense. I think it makes sense for me to come in because number five for me, that's why I moved him to number five. It's Paul Pogba as well, man. I mean, I know he was injured for a lot of the season, but he had a bad year, man. Like he had a very, he had a bad year. Like he played, I think, about thirteen games in the league, twenty-two in all comps, only scored one goal, and yeah, he was injured, like I said. But I, I the eye test obviously tells you that. He was injured, took a couple games to get in his stride, but look, quality, you've seen interviews where Andre Gray, Troy Deeney, they'll say, fam, Pogba is by far the best player on the pitch, stuff like that. So you know he's a baller, like, there's no doubt about it, and I've been on record even saying, going as far as saying on his day, he, I think in a pep system, he could get more goals and assists than KDB, obviously, that's hypothetical, we don't know that KDB is doing it and is proving it, but Pogba has the ability to unlock defences to score goals and also defend like we've seen him be able to defend Kante at the World Cup like Pogba is a great player however he's not doing the work like he's going to go down in Premier League history with a whimper if he doesn't really like get his act together do you get what I'm saying I do understand that there's a lot of media um, bias where they're just on his case a lot and it's not it's not nice to see sometimes at the same time sometimes the best way to shut these people up is to have the stats to back your ability mm. you get what I'm saying and that's what he, I think he needs to go out mm-hmm. and do like shut them up with your playing ability sometimes if they want to see the stats give them the stats like dish it on the table as much as you've got the eye mm. test sewn up in a lot of people's minds and a lot of smart football minds anyway sew it up by getting the stats out there you get what I'm saying I think in the in the year that Yilo did bad he was your top goal scorer if I'm not mistaken I think he scored about 16 yeah. goals or something like yeah. that. So, yeah, two seasons. You learn us in every stat, fam. Every stat. You know what I'm saying? So, he, he definitely, he's more than capable. And I think Ole needs to create a formation that lets him and Bruno do the work. Not just Bruno, but Pogba also Thank has you. the ability to do the work. So, get someone in there who can sew it up and allow Pogba and Bruno to be free in it. So, Pogba, big year expected for him. That's that's why I've been screaming for for Thomas Party man because I feel like he he will give the license for Pogba to go and um, do what he wants and yeah but you know I appreciate it lad you know I hope Pogba has a big year as well man but my last guy is Bernardo Silva Bernardo Bula um obviously he weren't much in the fold last season because it was the you know David Silva's last season but um uh, when you guys won the league he was he was one of your best players. Did you say? It's because of Pep, fam. I blame Pep for Bernardo Silva's lack of action. Because, fam, that that chopping and changing of the team is really I, I, annoying. I, I don't know why Silva's even playing that many games in the last season. We didn't need Silva like that, man. We needed Bernardo. Sorry. What? Fam, the year before, he was one of your no, best no, no, players. Talking about, David. Fam, come, come, talking about David. I'm talking about David. I'm talking about... Oh, okay. Yeah, sorry, I, sorry, sorry. E- even in the, the Man City documentary, company even came out and said, bro, he said, he said to Bernardo Silva, you're literally... 
you're literally I think it was like mm-hmm. a um, 50% clown and 50% serious the moment you could change that to like a 70% serious and 30% clown yeah. could be one of the best um, leaders at City man yeah. and, I, and I do hear that I feel like because of his his stature and his demeanour doesn't look like someone that is imposing um, in, in a leadership sense but I do feel like he's a player that leads by example man yeah. um, he, he's, he's one of our hardest workers if not our hardest worker um, Facts and yeah, man, I feel like he's very—he's one of our most consistent players as well. Do you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, he, he's gonna be. Hey, a, a, a you heard my nephew, fam. You heard my nephew. He thinks Bernardo Silva's gonna have a big year as well. <laughs> but um, no, I, I just think he's a special player, fam. Like, uh, I, I feel like now that um David Silva's gone, you know, Leroy Sane's gone, he's gonna have the opportunity to to be the guy that he was when you were winning when you won the league, and um, yeah, man. I'm excited to see him, fam, because him at his best, special, special player, fam. Yeah, man. But, fam, that rounds up our EOTV5 series, the first one of its kind, and also wraps up the whole episode as a whole. Fam, I want to thank you, man, for tuning in, for joining us here. First episode, season two, episode one, on the YouTube platform, fam. Pium, 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 whatever noises, fam. I might even, <laughs> might even <laughs> edit it and add some noises and that. Edit it again. <laughs> But yeah, man, fam, I want to thank you again for tuning in. Obviously, make sure you're following all our socials at Eyes on the Ball TV. Come on. Underscore now on the Instagram, but at Eyes on the Ball TV on Twitter. Um, make sure you like, subscribe. Got to get used to that one now because obviously we're on YouTube as well. Like, like, comment, like, like, comment, and subscribe, fam. Like, comment, and subscribe. <laughs> Aye, and don't forget to hit the bell button. Don't forget to hit the bell button. 100%, man. But it's important to subscribe so that you don't miss out on some great episodes. Uh, Make sure you check out the Insta for some great content. Obviously, footage of your favourite sports personalities. We're always trying to provide the very best content on Eyes on the Ball. And yeah, man, we're going to have great guests coming to join us for NBA side of things and the football side of things. We're going to have a lot of debates. This season is going to be the best we've ever had obviously this is going to be the second season so it can only be better than the first season isn't it make it make sure that you're giving us feedback as well we always love feedback maybe topics that you want us to discuss as well so yeah man lads do you have anything to add yeah this last one for me r.i.p chadwick boseman man 100 man 100 uh, yeah, sad. Sad, sad very 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 so sad, sad but um it is nice to see that someone can leave their legacy um, before they go man i feel like that's what life is all about man just leaving a vision leaving a legacy and that's that's definitely what he done man yeah you know what i'm saying so yeah rest in peace to him man yeah 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 fam yeah man we'll leave it at 100%, that 100 man we out love